0: Hello and welcome to another fine edition of Give Me Five. This is the part of the show, or the episode rather, where I've got five questions for David, and I'm being joined by him, David Hoffman, double the F double the N, and uh, he's got five questions for me. We don't know what they are, but we will answer them honestly. Hoffman, I took the reins last week, I'm going to give them to you, lead this horse to pasture.
1: Hurrah! Great pleasure. Thank you so much, Phil. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, as may, some of you may know, if you're if you're an avid listener, I'm here in Northern Europe, where things are looking kind of dreary. This is about the worst time of year, climate-wise. Some people love rain. Some people love sunshine. Some people love snow. What kind of weather slash climate makes a happy fill? And do do you like seasons, or do you prefer a pretty consistent climate?
0: Um, I think, seeing that I'm from Arizona and moved to L.A., consistency is something that I, I strive for. I've, I've been to Georgia once, and my God, that was the most bipolar weather I've ever been around. Um, but, so consistency is key for me in, in the weather department. But you know what makes, uh, I, I, like, uh, I like, uh, like a cloudy day with rain while I'm on the inside. I enjoy the after smell of rain, I enjoy the pre-rain with uh, just how cloudy it is and just how nice it is to kind of get a little wind. Um, rain itself I can go or take, I, I wouldn't like consistent, <laughs> speaking of consistency, I wouldn't want to consistent consistently walk around in rain, but uh, I appreciate the free car wash and uh, I appreciate the the smells afterwards, that's, that's what makes a happy Philip. I've spoken like someone who
1: <laughs> grew up in the desert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I I, I love uh, water, and it's so funny. Anytime that it does rain, especially when I'm in LA, in L A, that's all my social media is about from Arizona. I swear to I swear to God, you probably don't have this this phenomenon, but you can I can tell without even looking at the news that it's raining in Arizona because my God, everybody in Arizona just acts as if it's the first time. They're like peacocks, just looking up to the sky you know, rain filling their, their their mouths and just saying like, oh my God, it's raining. Not everybody, but it's a damn near 50-50. Um, all right, uh, David, yesterday I had my first friend who is slightly younger than I am get married. Sure, I know people younger than me have gotten married, probably hundreds if not thousands every hour of every day, but this would was the first time I experienced it with someone I know who I would call a friend. So David, I ask you, what is the first time you have felt old, or if you could pick an age to stop at, what age would you pick?
1: First time I felt old. Um, ha- has that not hit you yet? No, no, it it, it hit me. <laughs> I found my first gray hair. <laughs> oh, in 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 December of uh, 2019, and I'm too young for gray hairs. Now I've got like. Well, for those many. who don't know how, I've old got, like, how how old are you? Well, I found it when I was 23. I'm oh, now 24, and I, I've got I've got several now. I'm I'm starting to get all salty on my sideburns. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but honestly, the first time like I felt old on the inside, like really old on the inside, was like was <laughs> I have a much younger brother. He's a teenager still, and him and his friends, their primary primary sorry primary mode of Communication is snapchat and I have (laughs) snapchat. I was you know sort of forced into getting it by an ex-girlfriend and It's there. It sits on my phone unused basically It's like the dumbest way to message anybody because the messages disappear and And then they you know I say this I'm like why would you message someone on there if it disappears? They're like no, but you can save it and I'm like but, but then why not use something else where you don't have to save it? What, what is the Where the point? automatic
0: function is to save it, not, a, not an I'm, option. And I'm like,
1: why don't you just use WhatsApp? And they're like, well, WhatsApp looks boring. And I'm like, ah, it's just a texting app. God. And I felt really old. But then again, I know I'm right, so it, I don't feel that bad about it. <laughs>
0: but like a <laughs> so, crusty yeah. old man, but, but a right old man.
1: Yeah, and the age. What so the second part of the question was, what age would I would I want to stay at? What was it?
0: Yeah, what age would you uh, pick to stop at? If like for the rest of your life, you could live the rest I of think, your life, but you stay at one age.
1: I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hit my peak at 32. So I'm gonna go with 32. Wow. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right, David, your turn. Okay. We are recording this on Sunday, the fifteenth of November, 2020. Yesterday. The Argentine rugby team, the Pumas, beat the New Zealand All Blacks for the first time in history, in a stunning upset. Yeah, so I'm gonna just give a little bit more context about this match. So it's COVID, uh, COVID season. Obviously, <laughs> all these matches were canceled, and sort of they've just sort of come back in the last. New Zealand and Australia have been doing really well COVID-wise, so they came back uh, several months ago with their professional sport, and New Zealand have come off. Uh, four straight games against Australia, so they're, you know, sort of in the rhythm. They're well into the season now. They've been together for over a month, and they're, you know, they're, they're in a groove. Um, Argentina, less, you know, less, uh, well, how do I put this? Practice. They haven't been doing as well, so oh, okay. they they came off, so they, it's their first full-on game. They played two games against Australia A, so like a second string Australia team. And they beat New Zealand. So if anyone anyone who doesn't follow rugby, it is huge. It is absolutely massive that they did this. Um, and uh, so my question for you, Phil, uh, when in your life have you felt like a triumphant underdog? So, growing up in theater,
0: uh, there are a lot of opportunities to which uh, casting, I feel like, is your sports of choice. And uh, I remember, God, so many auditions where just um, when I was younger, I was, I was a kid. Um, I was rather uh, large and uh, and big myself. I was a bit of a, a fat kid. And so um, more towards the end of my high school experience, I started to shed some of that weight. And um, I remember being that, being that person, being bigger, I was only ever cast in, like, the furthest up I could go up the chain was, um, was the, the comic relief character, um, and that, that was all that I could be seen as. That was my type. While, yes, I like to think that I'm funny, um, and was cast as such and had comedic timing, uh, I, of course, yearned to be, uh, you know, the, the prince in Cinderella rather than, you know, the monocled mustache guy who puts the shoe on. Um, and so uh, I remember the first time that I got uh, my leading role um, as Charlie Brown in You're a Good Man Charlie Brown in high school was a moment that I, I just, I, I felt, I I think any person, not just man, but any person kind of understands, like, that feeling so much that at the end of The Breakfast Club where he pumps the the one fist up towards the sky, that's why it's so iconic of a moment, because that's how I felt. I just felt, like, just so justified and and powerful in that one moment that all I could do was just give some, like, short little outreach but knew that it was time to get to work, so just I allowed myself a fist pump and and went through and and killed the game. Killed the game, David. That's what what it was. Um... David, a new article by Maker has outlined the demise of the $15 salad and how the pandemic has been a boon for the basics that is pizza. It's a thoroughly interesting read and outlines how Domino's has risen back to social prominence, how pizza holds one of the highest profit margins in the food sector. It really is a great read, and I would advise people to check it out. So David, I will use this as an excuse to have a fact game about America's and the world's most prominent pizza chains. I will give you a fact, and I want you to tell me if the fact describes Domino's, Papa John's, or Pizza Hut. Are you ready, David?
1: Oh, dear. Okay, yes, I'm ready.
0: (laughs) All right, this pizza chain was founded by two brothers who borrowed $600 from their mother in 1958 to open a pizza place while attending Wichita State University. The name was inspired by the former bar that they rented to open their first location is that uh Domino's, Papa John's or Pizza Hut, David? I'm going to go with Domino's. Domino's is his first answer and Domino's is his first swing and a miss. That was Pizza Hut and it was founded by Gosh. Dan
1: and Frank Carney. So David, you I are I knew it had to be one or either Pizza Hut or Domino's. I just I just think if a bar could be called Domino, I don't know. <laughs> all right fine all right and you got uh,
0: me. yes and so we move you've got one wrong and here we go to the next one the owner of this pizza chain in 1983 bought the Detroit Tigers the Tigers won in 84 and the team and city were treated to hundreds of pizzas from this pizza chain during the championship celebrations was that Domino's Papa John's or Pizza Hut David
1: what was the team again?
0: Uh, the Detroit Tigers, the ba- MLB baseball team. Detroit okay. Tigers. I'm
1: gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Papa John's.
0: Papa John's, and again, we go back to the baseball analogy. Swing and a miss. It is Domino's. Ah. The owner of Domino's at the time bought the Detroit Tigers. A good time to buy. The year before they they uh, they win. All right. Before adopting their current imaging, this pizza chain had a mascot named Pizza Pete, who also served as its logo. The mustachioed cartoon man wore a chef's hat, a neckerchief, and an apron while serving up hot meals to hungry customers. Pizza Pete was still used throughout the 1970s on bags, cups, and advertisements, but was eventually phased out. Does that describe Domino's, Papa John's, or Pizza
1: Hut, David? Uh... I'm just guessing here. I'm pretty sure it can't be Papa John's, because Papa John's is Papa John's, so not Pizza Pete's. All right, I'm going to go with Pizza Hut. He's going to go with Pete Pizza. And Pizza
0: Hut. And Pizza Hut was a good sniff right there. He's on the board. He's on the board. One and two. Here we go. Moving down the line, Pizza Hut and Pizza Pete were made in heaven. Here we go. During a playoff game, Between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Washington Wizards, and this is for basketball, David, uh, DC fans wore and waved T-shirts with LeBron James' number, 23, and the word Crybaby on the back. The controversial shirts also sported this pizza chain's logo, and it was later released that a Washington, D.C. area franchise made and distributed the mocking tees without approval from the Wizards or the chain's corporate office. The pizza chain made it up to residents of northeastern Ohio with a formal apology, a $10,000 donation to the Cavalier's youth fund, and offering 23-cent large one-topping pizzas for a day. Was this Domino's, Papa John's, or Pizza Hut?
1: I'm going
0: to go with Domino's going to go with Domino's, and Domino's is going to do wrong by him. It's actually Papa. Papa John's was uh, caught in another controversy, so it's somewhat unsurprising to see that they uh, stuck their sausage in the wrong bowl. Here we go. Uh, Pizza might not be your first thought if you're vegan, but as long as you leave off the cheese, this chain's pizza has you covered. The crusts from this establishment are completely vegan, so anything meat and cheese-free is safe. As a bonus, their super popular garlic dipping sauce is also vegan if you wanna add a little extra creaminess. Is this Domino's, Papa John's, or Pizza Hut I'm describing here, David? Who has the vegan,
1: vegan pizza? Oh dear, uh, Domino's. I think it's Domino. you know, and I, I just think, uh, because I'm pretty sure I know vegans who have ordered Domino's. And that's the only reason why I picked Domino's. So that's my guess, Domino's.
0: While it may describe Domino's, the fact that we've got a, an extra super popular garlic dipping sauce actually pronounces that it is indeed Papa's sauce. It is Papa John's. And uh, unfortunately, David, you're already going in with a losing record. And you're now just playing for dexterity and for a respectability. Last one here. Somehow... Okay. In March 2009, a clever customer stumbled onto a promotional code that had been created months before, but was never green-lighted or publicized. News of the glitch went viral around southern Ohio and northern Kentucky, and by the time the company disabled the code, almost 11,000 free pizzas had been redeemed. Am I describing Domino's, Papa John's, or Pizza Hut? For respectability, David. Pizza Hut. Pizza total hut. guess, total guess. Pizza Hut, and a total wrong answer by you. It is indeed Domino's. Domino's. I thought and, so. You know yes, it, it's all right. It's all right. One in five. Maybe next week we'll we'll get to a better game for you. But for this week, you've been uh, pizzaed, and you're out of the hut. Yikes!
1: Just for the record, I, I I'm an Italian pizza guy, Neapolitan pizza kind of guy. So I, how can I be expected to do well here? Alright, a friend of mine, with whom I went to both high school and university, recently ran the Louisville Marathon, and finished in a substanti- in substantially less than three hours. Um, and I say substantially less, I, I don't want to, I- for his own privacy, I don't want to, you know, give away too much. Substantially less than three hours, he did very well. Um, he finished in the, finished in the top ten, and which is again hugely impressive what is the farthest that you have ever run phil and would you ever seek to run further
0: oh uh to answer your second question first which for some reason seems to be a theme of mine um yes i would enjoy to run further um i certainly um i've always yearned to kind of run a marathon of sorts i've I don't think at all that I would be competitive as far as like top ten or top top really anything, um, but I don't also think I wouldn't be the the walkers the people who just you know participated or anything. I think I'd actually be somewhat of an average median uh, if ever I were to go because whenever I run and whenever I was right in my heyday, I I was certainly never ever ever the fastest person on on any team. But um, I think I think I I prided myself on. Being able to, uh, to have that stamina and stability to continue on, uh, even when others had quit. Um, so I might not beat you there in a sprint, but I could certainly beat you in a in a long game. But I never actually have tried a marathon. Um. So that that being said, I think I the furthest I've ever ran. Oh, I think. <sighs> I think it was it had to be like a mile and a half. And, uh, and I, I, I know that I've definitely done a mile because for one of my fitness uh, teams and goals, um, in high school, it was a big thing. You, in order to, to complete the ca- class, you had to run the mile. Didn't matter how, how long it took you or anything. I mean, obviously within a, an hour since each school is only, or you know, each uh, scholastic hour is, on, is only an hour. So it had to be under there. But um, I know I've ran a mile. Um, I've kind of, whenever I ran, I have run more by social, uh, images. So I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go from this side of the, of the block to this or, you know, weave in between neighborhoods. And then I'd kind of be like, all right, now I'm going to add this. So it's kind of hard to measure it. And, um, but yeah, I, I know it has to have at least been like a mile and a half. So,
1: oh, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, David, a new issue of Rolling Stone offers an interview between Sir Paul McCartney and T. Swizzle, Taylor Swift. In what Rolling Stone calls their artist-on-artist series, the two stars of their genres and times interviewed each other and offered a fun piece to read which got me to thinking. David, if you had an unfiltered view or access to any combination of two people to sit down and have an interview session or dinner, which two people would you pick... And I'll even open the discussion up to alive or dead people, and you can have them at any point in their life, you know, like at the peak of their powers or what have you, or maybe after they find something out and you want to kind of get uh, somebody to investigate and spill the beans on or whatever, what have
1: you. Who, would, Which two people would you pick, David? So, well, this is, in, you know, immediately I think of, like, it's like that classic question, who would you have dinner with? You can have dinner with one person, alive or dead. Like, I, you know, I always tend to think of Nelson Mandela, but um, but I think that if I were to watch two people have a discussion, I think it would be both of my grandfathers,
0: who oh, really?
1: met, but before I was born. So my dad's father uh, died before I was born, so I never got to meet him. But the interesting thing about these two men uh is that my dad's family's german my dad's father was an officer in the german army during world war ii he fought on the eastern front um in world war ii and my mother's father was a royal engineer in the british army during world war ii who was at if you've ever seen or heard heard of but ever seen the movie dunkirk by uh uh, directed by christopher nolan who's one of my favorite directors yeah, um he was he was there at dunkirk and he was one of he was royal engineer who were among the last to be evacuated so my mom and I watched that movie together and, and we, we 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 both cried anyway I would love to see them maybe ten years ten twenty years after the war sit down and have a discussion and just for context obviously my grand- my paternal grandfather was an officer in the in the german army um he, my, my, my dad's family left, um, Germany after the war because they never wanted to experience anything like that. Um, and, and never wanted to be around anything like that ever again. So, um, but yeah, so, so it was, it would be really interesting to see those two men, uh, talk. Um, I mean, that would yeah. be, for, for me especially, I, mean, I think for anyone, I think would find that interesting, but, but for me especially. It'd be, yeah. People on yeah. two sides of the same story, but. You know, whatever. And now, right. and obviously th- they one... they weren't fighting on the same front, obviously. Right. But right. but even so, you know. All right, uh, your turn, Dave. All right. Um, so today I saw an article that was headlined, um, not to uh, alarm anybody. Scientists can't rule out giant asteroid Apophis impacting Earth in 2068. Okay, so. <laughs> I I really do think that this is one of those articles that's a little bit maybe far-fetched like there's a slight chance and so they're like headline asteroid 2068 anyway let's just imagine that this was confirmed and instead of 2068 it was 2022 where would you want to spend your final year assuming your loved ones can join you oh
0: where i i always kind of go back to this but i i i'd love to visit and i guess especially if it's like a well-known like last year i think i'd live in ireland i just i find any time that i see any movie (laughs) any movie or film or anything that that brings us to ireland the greenery and the lush and, and the wind and just everything. I just, I, I love Ireland. I, I realize that a lot more people associated with drinking, but I just, the scenery, it just, it looks beautiful. Absolutely stunning. And I, I just, um, I've always had an allure for Ireland. So I would go with Ireland.
1: Wow, Ireland. You know the weather's terrible, right? <laughs> terrible. In, in, <laughs> this, in, is, <laughs> this is your last year on earth, Phil, and you're going to spend it. In, like okay, I will say this. My dad was telling me the other day that Dublin is one of the. He's never been to a city where like the people are just as friendly as they are in in Dublin. But See, it's that, still that's so what dreary, I about, man.
0: David, that's what I. The people, the people I surround myself with. You know whatever. That was that was uh, just a spur of the mill, horrible Irish accent. <laughs> okay. All okay. right, David. Uh, I know amongst the friend groups that we run around in, we tend to be the cleanest of the group. You more so than even me. And uh, I ran across an interesting list of things that the general public had done and not thought twice about pre-pandemic. And I want you to tell me for each of these, if they fall on a scale for you of will do again, will think before doing again, or never doing again. All right? Gotcha. So okay, here let's we go. play. Next one. What's the, uh, what's the prize money? The prize money? Uh, you get a uh, hip hip hooray, all right?
1: Okay, all right.
0: (laughs) All right, first one. Sharing food and drinks. Maybe letting someone try a bit of an appetizer you bought, uh, seeing if they liked your mixed drink more so than theirs. Uh, Will you do that again? Think before you do that again. Or never doing that again?
1: I will 100% do that again. I think that, you know, life's too short. You know, sharing food is one of the great pleasures in life for me, at least. All right, all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do it with anybody, but friends, family, absolutely.
0: All right. Not wiping down gym equipment. I know this was something that I always thought of when I'm uh, <clears throat> reloading the guns. But will you do that again? Think before you do that again or never doing that again.
1: Not <laughs> I, I always did that. I like, I don't want I never wanted to to sit in someone else. like forget coronavirus. I don't care if you're coughing and like I, it's just the sweat is gross enough on its own. So, I I, yeah, never doing that, ever. Right, so you will, so you will continue to wipe down the oh, gym. Oh, right, then yes, okay, of course, okay, yeah. Okay. Never, I, never not, is what
0: I meant. Never not, got it, got it, got it. Asking strangers to take a photo of you for you, because now they're touching your phone, you're getting in close contact areas with them. Will you do that again? Think before you do that again, or never doing that again?
1: Uh, you know, I may, I may, I'll maybe say I'll think before doing that again, but actually, I had an idea. You know, hmm. isn't it better if everyone has a decent camera on their phone to just, if in the iPhone realm at least, ask them to take it with their phone and then just airdrop it? Contact free solution. I see, right? I see what you're,
0: yeah, look at that, look at that. Using Bluetooth, but of course, right, I, I don't no know. No need how... to exchange
1: phone numbers, nothing like that.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't know how you uh, how it is in the in the UK and the Netherlands, but there's a frustrating amount of people that are just are stuck on their Android ways over here. And God, they're such a, a loud and noisy. crowd. Ah, there. Yeah. And, and they just it's not even that they're just like, yeah, you know, I got I got this. It's I mean, it, it does me all right. I'm just doing whatever. But they, like, they are adamant about yeah. their superiority over yeah. Apple. And people
1: people who have androids think that they're better than you. Oh, it's, 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 I, it's a, a complex.
0: <laughs> it's an absolute complex within their minds. All right. Uh, next one. Sharing an Uber pool with someone. Uh, a stranger, really. Uh, I know a lot of people had hesitations of doing this even before there were sanitary uh, byproducts to think of. But... Will you do that again? Think before you do that again, or never doing that again, Hoffman?
1: Yeah, I'll think before doing that again, I guess. I, I you know at the end of the day, it comes down to how expensive Uber X is versus <laughs> Uber pool. So um, there's 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 some things that I will that I will spare for my for the sake of my own health, but um, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. So I'll yeah, think about it. Think about it. all right. And uh, finally,
0: Um, taking free samples. I know one of my favorite things to do is go to Costco and go up and down those sample aisles in different costumes to get the full piece of a pancake they sliced eight times for everyone to get a bite. But will you do that again, think before you do that again, or
1: never doing that again? I think, uh, you know, food is is just an area where, yeah, I'm going to continue to do that. You know, I'll... I'll save it for um, for uh, for the really good stuff, you know, like Trader Joe's samples, for example. Oh, that's Eighth. right. Trader Joe's does that as well. Okay. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'll I'll think about it. I think before doing it. But for the most part, I'm probably gonna keep
0: doing that. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Your your uh, your last one, I believe, David.
1: Yes, my last one. All right, Phil. Time for the Arizona quiz. Oh. how Let's test your knowledge. Some of these questions are a little easier than others. Um, I hope I don't mispronounce anything. First question. What river flows through the Grand Canyon? Gila River?
0: G-I-L-A? Hmm? Say again.
1: The Gila River? You know, I, I wish I actually knew if that was correct, but, but the Colorado River was the answer that I was looking for. Okay. Okay, cool. I don't know, maybe there's multiple. I should have done more research. Perhaps. You're finding you holes, did... in my, holes in my quiz. Uh, maybe the biggest hole. The Grand Canyon hole, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Canyons of holes. Yes, okay. What was discovered at Lowell, Lowell, Lowell Observatory in 1930? Oh, it's, uh, it's, a,
0: it's a constellation. It was... Um, I'll go with the have the big um. My goodness! I, oh 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 no! Wait wait wait! It was a planet. It was. Let's go with. Let's go with. Oh, it's either like Pluto or Jupiter. It's like one of
1: the two. I'm gonna go with Pluto. Okay. First of all, Jupiter was discovered like a long time ago. Oh, uh, right. Yes, Pluto is correct. Okay. Cool. Well done, Pluto was discovered in 1930 at Lowell Observatory. There's one
0: ago. family vacation verified and justified.
1: Jesus. All right. So, this one is more I'm sure you're probably going to hopefully be able to tell us the answer to this question. It's more for our viewers because I thought it was hilarious. Uh what is a haboob? <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> uh haboob is when it's uh it's a it's a like a little dust devil. Um but <laughs> right, it's 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 essentially a dust devil, but it's uh it's like a little small twister, with really no um, <laughs> with no uh real, I mean, for our purposes, no real danger or threat or pose thereof. But it's filled with uh, dust and it takes takes place in the desert, and uh, can even involve a uh, the errant tumbleweed and such.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I just it, like it because it has boob in it. Oh yes, everybody loves haboobs. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, what was Geronimo's tribe? Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Apache. Yes, well done. Okay. Well done. You know you're Arizona. Yes. I'm impressed. Okay, thank you. And this one should be fairly straightforward. What is the second largest city in Arizona?
0: Uh, it's not Phoenix, but the second one
1: should be uh, Flagstaff. No. Tucson? That is incorrect. Uh, yeah, Tucson. Tucson. Flagstaff is the, I believe, is the largest city in northern Arizona, but the second yeah. largest city in Arizona is Tucson. Tucson.
0: Makes sense. All right.
1: There? Tucson, is that how you pronounce it? My apologies. Yeah. No, no, that's all right.
0: Tucson, yeah. Uh, forget the C. Um, all right, Forgot. David. A- My last one, David, according to a new article out by TMZ, Phil Collins of great fame, both by himself and with uh, the band Genesis says his ex's accusation about him, quote, reeking like hell, unquote, is a blatant lie and cheap attempt to smear his name to get millions out of him. She also claimed he stopped brushing his teeth and was not capable of performing sexually, all of which the singer and drummer denies as well. Let's assume, for the sake of this question, wow. that let's assume, for the sake of this question, that Phil Collins does not indeed stink and he brushes his teeth. David, what is the weirdest lie you have ever heard that concerned yourself or someone you know?
1: Um, <laughs> weirdest lie concerning myself, I've had several lies told about my love life um, <laughs> that were completely baseless. Um, but actually, the most the most interesting one that pops into head into my head is uh, actually about a person that I that I went to college with, uh, and he told this lie about himself. Um, he had a habit of that. Anyway, he uh, <laughs> we were we were sort of we were in a group setting and we were talking. It was college. We were talking the, the our the mentors were talking to us about like um, our parents and, and they asked this guy a question about his parents and, and he, he was like oh I, I don't understand the question and and it was um everyone was sort of like what, what what's so difficult to understand and and they were like your parents and, and he just like looks directly at me and he like drags his, his finger across his throat to imply that his parents were dead like he was like he looked at me and he was like like as though his parents were, were dead as if they had been hitting the oh. sack
0: of potatoes yeah
1: well, I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. You know, and so anyway, months later, I found out that his parents were not at all dead. You know, it was not a subject we, we ever addressed, but like months later it came out, he was just talking about his parents and I was like, and they weren't dead. Like it was, it was just the most bizarre thing that I... I and what a
0: crude way to say why, it, even if that were the truth.
1: Why would you ever... Well, exactly, that's also... yeah messed up but why 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 would you why would you lie about something like that yeah that was so so weird
0: oh god yeah no that is weird nothing nothing quite as weird as just being like and my god he stinks in court like just having that in a legal document of saying phil collins stinks is just is it's interesting that that's the route you took but Okay. Right. I mean, I I I don't know. I have no personal experience. I've never been around the body man. Body odor sniffed.
1: body odor and and uh, uh sexual ineptitude yes. are not not crimes last I checked.
0: Right. And maybe they, I don't know. Now I guess maybe we'll smell them coming in the air tonight, you know. Maybe, oh my god, it's Phil Collins. No. No. Okay. Let's leave it uh, at that. <laughs> let's leave it at that. Yes, indeed. All right. That, that was my last one. We did your last one. So, David, that means that we're done. My man, another week,
1: another Gimme Five. How about that? How about that? Next time I do a quiz, I got to make them harder. I got to make them... Your, your quizzes are too hard, man. I, dominoes. Yeah. So, so,
0: <sighs> I, you know what it was? It was the third option. I think if it was left to just 50-50, you would have stood a chance. But the oh. third option, it always, it always gets you.
1: Uh, well, okay. Well, moving forward, we'll, uh, we'll try some new things.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll find, uh, in betwixt the two shall meet. All right. Uh,
1: for David Hoffman, you can find me on Instagram at at David Hoffman underscore actor Hoffman double the F double the N yes. there I am on Instagram and
0: I am Philip Amrine. Thank you so much for listening to this and all of the Chopped Greens episodes we have available to you. Uh, make sure to subscribe and listen, and keep listening for each and every week forthcoming. We will be dropping new episodes, and following this episode, we will have uh, we will have uh, another movie review, and we'll we'll have to discuss between us, Hoffman, what film we're gonna watch next week. But no matter what it is, no matter what it is, Hoffman. It's gonna be good. I know that. All right? Oh, it's yeah. gonna be good. Actually, maybe read. it shouldn't be good. Maybe we should watch a bad one. Because I feel like we've just been treated to such good cinema that maybe we need to cleanse our
1: palate with. Uh... You know, I'd rather just stumble upon a bad one. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's see what happens. There's lots of bad movies out there that, we're, that, are, that are ripe for the critique. Maybe maybe we should uh, maybe we should
0: see like watch something and see if it if it's as bad as, as we as uh, we hear. Uh, I'll I'll give you my thought suggest- suggestion off air, but I'm in, I'm okay. intrigued by it. All right, anyways, we we've mused far too long. Uh, thank you so okay. much for everybody listening, and until next time, uh, ciao.